God is black. God is black. What sort of thoughts, feelings does that evoke for you? Why is this phrase so controversial? Is it more controversial than that white, blonde hair, blue-eyed Jesus painting in your kitchen? Or in your living room? Or what about in your stained glass windows? What about the white biblical cartoon characters that we love to show our children at church? What about the characters, the white characters that play Jesus and his disciples? Are, is that as controversial as me uttering the simple phrase of God is black? I want you to think about that because this is what our program will be speaking about today. This is what we want to be discussing today. Why one phrase that serves to empower people is more controversial than other images, false images, if I might say, that serve to uphold this supposed superiority of another people. The phrase God is black comes from a honorable pastor we call Bishop Henry McNeil Turner, who was born in South Carolina in the U.S. in 1834. He uttered the phrase, God is black, or at that time, God is a Negro, for the purpose of empowering African people, psychologically, but more importantly, spiritually, to understand that they too are human. Now, I want to read a short excerpt before we introduce who our guest is today to provide their expertise on this particular subject. I want to read an excerpt just to help create a clear direction as to where we're going to be going today and why this phrase, God is black, that I'm going to continuously reiterate today, is so important. We have as much right biblically and otherwise to believe that God is a Negro as you Bukra or white people have to believe that God is a fine-looking, symmetrical, and ornamented white man. For the bulk of you, and all the fool Negroes of the country believe that God is white-skinned, blue-eyed, straight-haired, projecting nose, compressed-lipped, and finely-robed white gentleman sitting upon a throne somewhere in the heavens. Every race of people since time began who have attempted to describe their God by words, or by paintings, or by carvings, or by any other form or figure have conveyed the idea that the God who made them and shaped their destinies was symbolized in themselves. And why not should the Negro believe that he resembles God as much as other people? We do not believe that there is any hope for a race of people who do not believe that they look like God. He concluded the speech by saying, we conclude these remarks by repeating for the information of the observer what is a judge as uh, who what is a judge us a de demented for God is a negro. He wrote this article in refute of a white newspaper that called him and others who believed him demented for saying that God was a negro. Henry McNeil Turner was born in South Carolina and died in Windsor, Ontario. Yes, he did step foot in Canada. And there was a chapel that was erected for him in his, in his uh, honor for his work during this time in 1834 by refugee enslaved African people in 1890. It was, it was erected in Oakville, Ontario. 
So this sets the tone for what we're going to be discussing today. And today we have Pastor Carl Lewis, our beloved co-host, who will be discussing his thoughts and his views and his expertise on the whitewashing of the Christian religion. Pleasure having you, Carl. So, Carl, I'm ecstatic to get into this topic because mm -hmm. I think it is such an important topic for our people. Absolutely. Um, especially when we're talking about spiritual restoration, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. let's get right into it. So God is black. Mm -hmm. I remember when I first brought that to you and I said, I'm going to want to name the program this. You were like, <laughs> okay, brother, <laughs> right? Why is this phrase so controversial? Bishop Henry McNeil talked about uh, his thoughts on it. Mm -hmm. You're a pastor. You have your thoughts on it. Why is it not only controversial, but why is it also, in your opinion, important for black people to embrace? Okay, so let me start by saying it this way. Well, you know, when we talk about God is black, mm -hmm. initially the, um, the issue of our title is not so much attempting to prove God's physical color. Let me just say it this way, because scriptures don't really, because um, they place a big emphasis on God's physical, natural color. For mm -hmm. this reason, God is spirit, his first spirit. Yes. And, um, and he's tri you know, tripartite. But the thing is this, God made man, humankind, the species of man, mm -hmm. in his image, okay. in his likeness. Very and the way good. I say it, there is no other creature in the universe more like God than man. Hmm. That is, and that's Genesis 1, 26 to 28. Yes. So we know from that right at the very beginning, that hmm. God says for the world to know, I created you in my image. Scripture says that we are the offspring of God. Now think about that. Mm -hmm. Now, the question is really this. Can you see God in a black body. So that's Powerful. when you said that. So that's yeah. when, when I came back, when you asked, put out the title. Yeah. Then I went around and I said, yeah, that's the issue. Can you see God in a black body? Yes. And what we want to get into what I want, in addressing this then is that it puts the, um, I'm going to say the Christian church. Okay. As we get into this. Mm-hmm. It shows the failure of the Christian church okay. to address white supremacy yes. and racism. When you see that for what it really is, it's really like the crime of the millennia. Hmm. When you really see it in yeah. its right context. Because think about it. Mm -hmm. Slavery. We could also look at the system of colonialism. Yes. Think about it. It was the subjugation, the oppression of a people. What drove it? What animated it? It was this. So the Europeans' desire for power was so great. They said this. We will deny you your godlikeness. Mm -hmm. We will deny that you are made in the image of God. Hmm. Now think about that. Yeah. We, we will now, we will wow. look at you as a non-human. Now, bigger than that now, you, you are no longer someone who, contrary to God, bears imagio, de, imagi, imagio deo, the image of God. Hmm. You see? So, yeah, so, no, no. Oh, so I get this you. is... I get you. When, so I, think, I don't think we've even seen it for what it really is. No. 
It's beyond human comprehension. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because essentially what, what ends up happening when that procedure, when that you know, process is completed, mm -hmm. you have officially and completely dehumanized There's another the group. There it is. Yep. Then you are able to proceed with genocide mm -hmm. because it's not, it, they don't, won't technically deem it genocide because for it to be genocide, technically they have to be considered human beings. Exactly. So then in their mind, psychologically, they have been able to justify mm -hmm. the destruction of another group because essentially what they're saying is, well, that group's not even human. Exactly. So we're doing the world a favor. Mm -hmm. You're not in the wow. image of God. You're, You're not outside in of the likeness of God. You are less than the image of God. So, 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 Pastor Carl, talk to me. When we when we think of when we so when we hear that, mm -hmm. and we think of but we think of the scriptures where they didn't say out of likeness came darkness. They said out of darkness. Mm -hmm. When I looked down at my skin, mm -hmm. came light. Mm -hmm. When we think of where the where you know where the Bible contextual contact context wise was situated in the world. We're talking darker-skinned people. Mm -hmm. Do you personally think that when white people of European descent discovered mm -hmm. this when they were reading the Bible for the first time, mm -hmm. that almost there was a sense of insecurity in that maybe they didn't see themselves in the characters, they didn't see themselves in that light because essentially they recognized where the Bible is located, where it came from, because we know that they probably mm -hmm. knew where it came from. Mm -hmm. There mm -hmm. was almost a level of insecurity, so they had to create something to make themselves feel superior. Do you think that's also what helped drive it? Well, um, yeah, the answer, short answer is yes. Okay. But let me go back a little bit, because okay. I think, let's say the whole system of colonialism. Yeah. In order to secure power, we know this by historical fact. Yes. What the Europeans did was this. They co-opted even, let's say, African art. Yes. Uh, African creations, mm -hmm. um, you know, different things, you mm -hmm. know, from Africa, co-opted it, yes. which is to take possession of, to, yes. to own it, yes. and made it their own. Hmm. So we, said, we could say, hmm. through now, the systems, of, which is all under the greater system, I'm going to say, of colonialism. Okay. So whether it's art, literature, you know, sculpture, medicine, um, history, um, entertainment, yeah. theater, you, you name the science, yep. 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 architecture. All the disciplines. Now, all of those were used to perpetuate a message. What is the message? Of white supremacy. Hmm. Now, the big thing is this. The big kicker is religion was also used. And what was so significant so the thing, about using Now, this religion? is huge. Now, this, because remember now, mm -hmm. We just said Genesis 1, 26 to 28. Yes. Right at the beginning of yep. God's creation, he says, right? So he creates everything. Yes. We could say our known universe, the planets, the constellation, creates this planet. And it's amazing if we get into that, how so much revolves around the earth. So it's a really amazing study. Comes to his crown in creation and says, now, let us, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, make man, humankind, in our image. Mm -hmm. Now think about that. Yeah. Now, he, no, he doesn't distinguish color there. No. Which means now, again, it, the language he uses is this. It's almost like him saying, I'm now creating a family in the earth. Yes. That's really the language. Which means then, in God's eyes, 
that people on this planet, irrespective of color, bear his image. Mm -hmm. They are his offspring. So that's one. Then we look at now the Western civilization, the European uh, countries, never rose to power up until maybe what, the last four or five hundred years. Yes. Correct? Yes. Scriptures predate, predate that. Yep. that. They predate okay? it. Predate that. Also, the the place, the location of scripture is in the Middle East, is in Africa, is in Asia. Yes. The book we could say is an Eastern book. Yes. Okay. So now what I'm saying is now all of these add to what God says mm -hmm. is the latter part of the fact of the location, the geography, all these different things lend to what I'm saying is colonialism was or religion was used by Europeans to take power. And I think I'm going to get back to your question. Yeah. Think about this, David. Since man is a spirit, mm -hmm. if I can convince you, think about it now, that, that God told me you're inferior mm -hmm. and you believe that mm -hmm. inside, that means now you yield yourself to me. Hmm. So now think about it. This. For so eternity. Now, forever, how long? But yeah. the, the, the big thing is this. Now you've now subjected yourself. Mm. You've become less than. Mm -hmm. So instead of being in God's, instead of acting like one in God's image, who has power, yeah. who has the power of choice, yeah. the power to choose his own destiny, hmm. someone else now has that. Now, isn't it interesting? God said, God never told a man, never gave man, never told him he had authority and dominion over another man. No. That is in no scripture. Think about it. So, so then that was one of the many myths that was created and perpetuated yes. by white people of yeah. European descent. Yeah. So, so call, man, you're giving us some juicy stuff. So, um, so essentially what I hear you saying is that the Bible, the Christian faith, Mm -hmm. or religion, I should say, was, as you said, co-opted and reinterpreted. Yes. And I'm going to say yeah. white. I'm gonna, let's say you use the word whitewashed. It was whitewashed. And I'm going to tell okay. you what I mean by that, yeah. if you don't mind. No, go ahead, so, go ahead, go ahead. So, we're gonna, the, we, yeah. so you understand now, when we talk like this, when I talk like this, I'm not talking with any animosity. No, not angry. No. The you, thing is this. Talking the truth. When I discovered this, because I had to go on a search myself, Yeah. I had to look at, well, what do you really believe? Why do you believe it? Yeah. You Be see what I'm saying? Because black people will say Christianity is a white man's exactly. religion. Right? Exactly. But you yeah. see. But How do you I, refute but, that? Oh, but, oh, here it is. I had to come to grips with that statement many times. That Christianity is a black man's religion. Yeah. With, if, um, if I didn't know what I know, yeah, I'd have to agree with that conclusion. That Christianity is a white man's religion. Yes. Okay. Why? I'm going to tell you why now. Because of how Christianity, I'm going to say, was repackaged. Mm. Let's put it that way. I like that. And presented to us. Yeah. And let me just give the, give the evidence, if you don't mind. Go ahead. So we said, so now, in, in even though God said what he said, Genesis 1, 26, right at the very yeah. beginning. Yeah. I've heard black people say to me. I was Because I was going to ask. What people is, have what actually is, told me this. It's not hearsay. I'm talking yeah. people coming to me. In Canada. A, in Canada. Yep. So a black man said to me, but Carl... Don't you know the black man is cursed? Mm -hmm. Say it again. 
This was in this is Canada, right in not Canada, in states, right not in, in the Toronto. UK. This was in, in Toronto. Toronto. Okay. So a black man saying to me, "Yes, we were just talking. We we're just it's after a meeting. We we're just just talking. Yeah, with some other guys." And he said, "But Carl, there was something came up and some discussion about the plight of black people." Yeah. And I said, "But Carl, don't you know, Pascal? Don't you know, um, black people are cursed?" Hmm. And now listen. He wasn't saying it. He was saying it with conviction. Yeah, he wasn't being facetious. No, no, no. He wasn't. No. He was serious. And so the thing is this. I came back at him and said, well, where do you get that? Yeah. And he said, well, the Bible says it. How old was this gentleman? Oh, oh, oh he's in his 40s. So imagine. Now think about that. In his 40s. Yes. For 40 years, he believed he that believed he that. was naturally inferior. Exactly. Now think about that. Now the, thing, the, the, the question is this. Where did he get that? Hmm. What caused him to believe that? And who else is being harmed by, by that? that? So the, my, my answer to the same question is this. He got it in his church. He must have. Yes. You see that? Who or he got it from a parent, a relative, who, who maybe was teaching him the Bible. Yes. Or he got it in from a, um, some Bibles may have a, a concordance, and that, you know, a description for some verses. Yes. They got it from that. Yes. But the, like you said, the bad thing, though, is the, the danger for that. Yes. So now let's go where they get that. Genesis chapter 9 and 10 talks about what happened after Noah. Yes. Noah has three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Now, this is what Europeans did, too, though, before we get to that. Mm -hmm. They look at the three groups, mm -hmm. three sons. What do they do? Classify them. Yep. We know that Ham was mainly the African nations. Yes. But you've got to understand, went down, but you've got to understand... They were, for the most part, <laughs> black or brown people to begin with. Yeah. So yeah. If we're just talking shade say, alone. If we're just talking shade alone. Yeah, of course. So the thing is this. But you're going to understand, they play on ignorance. People not knowing the truth, not knowing mm. what the scripture says for themselves. When you look at, my answers came by looking what the, Bi uh, what the Bible actually says. Mm -hmm. So Shem, Ham, and Jepheth. So by, instead of looking at what the Bible says, they say, well, this is one group of people. This is one. So that means Ham is obviously the black people, mm -hmm. and they're on the lower level. Yes. But worse than that, they did this. When Noah cursed one of his grandchildren. And why did he curse them? Because of some, something. Um, he says, well, he woke up from his sleep. He, he, Noah was drunk. Yep. Woke up from his sleep. Yeah. And it says, the scripture says, um, he was naked. And the two of his sons walked backwards and covered him. But it's, I think um, it says Ham um, may have laughed or ridiculed him. But that's not the issue. The yeah. issue is really this. Yeah. He said, cursed be Canaan. Hmm. Okay? Now yeah. Think about this now. Cursed be Canaan. The question is this then. Who was Canaan? Yeah, I was about to say. Who was Canaan? Canaan was the son, one of the sons of Ham. One of the sons. Yeah. But they never say, how many sons did Ham have? He had four, four. sons. Hmm. He had Canaan, Mizram, Foot, P-H-U-T, and um, oh, there's another one. Four sons. Canaan, mm -hmm. And Canaan. Canaan, yeah. Four sons. Mm -hmm. Who did he curse? One. one. Oh, now what they don't tell you. Canaan was one of the most prosperous lands in the world at that time. It was luxurious. It mm -hmm. was beautiful. Think about it. A, yeah. bl a black land, by yeah. the way. Yeah. 
in in the land of Ham. Yes. So, you know, so Psalms talks about, and Psalms 105 talks about the land of Ham many times. Yes. But the thing, let's get to this. What they don't also say, did you know, in the Bible, when there was a curse given, if, even if God cursed a place, it was usually for to an extent of three or four generations. So it wasn't indefinite. So in it wasn't indefinite. It wasn't eternal. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But also, we know that it was only, and oh, by the way, that curse oh. was fulfilled hundreds of years later. And it says, after mm. the sin of the Amorites was full. That's when the sin, then that the curse came then into Then that land was effect. judged and got taken over. So, so I, I'm happy about that because what I want to get right into is in terms of, because what, well, you may have some black people saying is they, for one, either may not believe you mm -hmm. because the lie has been ingrained, just mm -hmm. like that gentleman. Mm -hmm. it, they have internalized it mm -hmm. to the point where they reject the truth, even mm -hmm. if it's right in front of them, mm -hmm. because they have been psychologically manipulated yeah. to the point where their brains are not able to compute mm -hmm. something that goes against that strong as that. But before you get there, before mm -hmm. you get there, what I want to know is what are those ramifications? What are some what are some of those ramifications in the present day when we think of how long this lie has been maintained mm -hmm. and why there's such resistance to not only correct the lie, but to correct the lie on a more systematic level if we're talking about in the in, in the church institutions. Mm -hmm. What are the ramifications okay. of that? What have you seen? So one of the we're jumping ahead, but one yeah. one of the big things is this. Um and this part of how let's say if you can reinterpret or I'm going to just say, lie about what God said. Yes. That's really more accurate. Mm -hmm. So everything we're saying today, what you've heard me say, and check the Bible for yourself. Okay. But if you heard something God never said, but you believed that it was God speaking, hmm. you're now believing a lie. Now, hmm. one of those things is this, David. What have they told black people? They, they said this. When we get to heaven, mm -hmm. your suffering will be over. You see that? And, and, yeah. they, and they translate it as this. They use some of the old. And you notice a lot of um, black people, they believe in the Old Testament. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying. I'm not, that's not. But the thing is this. And they, um, and they look at the Israelite story. Yes. But if they're going to be consistent... Canaan was not in heaven. He's right Canaan here. was right here. Hmm. But you understand what what the purpose of that is this mm -hmm. is to give black people almost a um, what's a drug? Um, what type of drug? Like I don't know, something that helps you to get over a pain or a suffering. Oh, like a painkiller, like like, a, a, like hydromorph. Yeah. Like a, yeah. Um, um, some sort of an opioid. Yeah, that's a word. Yeah. Opioid. Yeah. So you can get through your pain and suffering. Yeah. So let's de so delay hope. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? In other mm -hmm. words, in other words, you know what? Stay. You know, you're in the will of God, being second rate. Yes, you're in the will of God, being second class. Your life is that of suffering. Yeah, life is that of suffering, yeah. and it's God's will. But you know what? It will be over in this great, in the sweet by and by. So then, what's the point of having aspirations? What's the point of being futuristic? If, according to that gentleman, not only are we cursed, mm -hmm. but we have 
you know, it is God's will for us to suffer. Exactly. And that's your will right now. But you know what? Mm. The good news is it will change when you get to heaven. The supposed good news. That, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. That's, that's what I'm saying. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the perversion. Mm. And what does it do? It keeps you used to the oppression. Mm-hmm. But you got to understand, you realize the death of dreams that that does while you're oh, here on this planet. Destroys them. And, the, and listen, and if you destroy, if you rob a man of his hope, mm-hmm. you robbed him of his will to live. Mm. You know, you know, so yeah. this is this is so this is way that's why you know when I get hyped up about no no this, no this is good this, this is good is very very now let me tell you another one you talk about one of the legacies yeah uh, yeah the, all these things have legacies no 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 for sure for sure now, listen think about this 1845 now this there was a gentleman I got to give his name because I, I got to give him credit for it uh, Philip uh, um, oh, what was his name he was a leader of a Baptist here it is yeah um, Robert P Jones okay. And this man, I really respect him because he's so honest. Mm-hmm. He's a white man, grew up in the Baptist church, mm-hmm. actually wrote a book. Where was on, it? Where, where did he grow up? In the, in, I think it's Tennessee. One of okay. The, and he it, said, so he grew up, I might be wrong there, but he, he wrote a book, ra- Racism in the White Church. Mm. And he said this. That's big. He said this. Now, the Southern Baptist Convention is the largest evangelical body in the United States. Mm-hmm. Now think about what I just said there. And you know how it was founded? In 1845, they split off from the General Baptist Church over this question. Is it right? Is it okay mm-hmm. for a missionary to own slaves? They broke away in 1845. Today, the largest, that group, mm-hmm. the largest denomination. Think about this. Wow. In America. Now, Talking about legacies, why do you think it's so hard to overcome racism in America? Mm-hmm. Because it's right in the heart of what they claim to believe. Mm-hmm. You talk about legacies. Do you know what one of the criteria to become a member of the Ku Klux Klan? You know what was the to criteria? be baptized. You had to be a Christian. Yes. So now, yeah. think about that. And by the way, we had Ku Klux Klan in Oakville. Um, Ontario. I just want to mm-hmm. let you know that this mm-hmm. is not strictly an American conversation. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That we had members of the Ku Klux Klan here in Oakville, Ontario. You can look it up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's no secret. Mm-hmm. I also want to put that out there before we become yeah. Americentric. Exactly. We're talking. This is, this is yeah. This is a North American thing. This is yes. a Western world. No, thing. very. This good, is very a Canadian. Good. And the thing though is this: what what it speaks to is the. I'm going to say the redefinition, or we could say the complete co-opting. Very good. Of what God's word. That's a complete, it's, 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 we could say it's tragic. Well, well they burnt crosses. Well, think about it. They burnt crosses on the lawns exactly. Exactly. when they were trying to in- make yeah. or create fear for the African mm-hmm. people in, mm-hmm. in the U.S. Mm-hmm. So, so imagine they burnt crosses. The contradiction yeah. when a black person comes on their lawn burning yeah. for, and we know what that symbolizes mm-hmm. that we will lynch you if we mm-hmm. catch you. Mm-hmm. So, what that ha- what that does to the psyche and how mm-hmm. warped it becomes yeah. the cognitive Can dissonance that? that that erupts in your mind mm-hmm. when you're like, but this is a a religion that I mm-hmm. believe in, but this cross symbolizes lynchings. Mm-hmm. This cross symbolizes death of black people, mm-hmm. anti African hatred. So what we have to be honest is this. Yes, it either was God or it's not. I'm saying it's the latter. Of 
course. It was the use. Yes. They used Holy Scriptures. The misuse. The misuse. Very good. For example, you go back real quick. Think about this. I've looked at this over and over. Mm -hmm. All the Bible characters, they told us were what? Yes. White. Mm -hmm. Moses was white. Yep. And could not have been. Yep. He went to Midian. Midian was next door to Egypt. His father-in-law was the priest of Midian, hmm. Jethro Oruel. Gave him one of his daughters. Had to be a black man. Yeah. It says his second wife actually says she was black. She was black, Couture, yeah. Couture actually tells you. Yes. Think about this. Yes. So now, but we're told Moses was white. Mm -hmm. All the movies, mm -hmm. they tell us David was white. Yeah. Now, you understand, I asked all these questions. You understand, my premise for this was, well, why did you do this? Why did you lie? Why did you lie? Yeah. The only conclusion I came to is this. You so wanted power, you're willing to use anything to secure that power, hmm. even at the damnation of other people's souls, and also, invariably, yourself. Yes. And, e and even in that, com in, in, even in that um, understanding of power, I guess it wasn't, and I want the viewers and the listeners to understand this as well, it wasn't solely economic no. power. It also was almost a very warped way of even self-empowerment. Because mm -hmm. it, as you're That's saying, yeah. if you're looking at the scriptures and you're not seeing yourself reflected, mm -hmm. because as we understand, Europe is the youngest place on earth. Mm -hmm. It's younger than Asia. If we think of Europe as mm -hmm. a so-called continent, mm -hmm. it's younger than Asia. Younger than Asia. It's younger than the Americas. Mm -hmm. It's younger than Africa. Yeah. So you're looking at these scriptures, and although it's saying God, you, you were made in God's likeness, you were made in God's mm -hmm. image, but if you're looking, and if it's communicated to you, mm -hmm. and if we look at some of the older paintings in Europe, the irony is they have black faces. They have black faces. Right? Yeah. The sculptors. With the sculptures and everything. So yeah. when we see the transition, when we see Michelangelo's painting mm -hmm. of, mm -hmm. you know, of, of a white, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Michelangelo's the one who did David, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we see this transition over. What that says to us, what says to me at least, is that there's almost this level, this this widespread collective level of insecurity of saying, well, well, what about us, mm -hmm. right? And instead of them just doing it in their respective region, which would have been fine, as we know, every culture looks mm -hmm. at God in their respective image. They said, but no, every culture has to see that God looks like us. Exactly. What that says to me is a widespread level of unconscious inferiority, unconscious feelings of inferiority, very profound insecurity in yourself that not only do you want to believe that people that you know not only do you want it to be known that God was white you want everybody to know mm -hmm. that God was mm -hmm. white mm -hmm. and so that's what it says to me when I hear you talk about power is mm -hmm. there's almost this uh, yearning for that psychological empowerment as mm -hmm. well and talking about power but I think can you imagine though yeah. I, I think though David look at the ramification we're talking millions of souls yes robbed of their dignity mm-hmm robbed of their eternal value. Mm -hmm. Just think about it. Yeah. You know, just robbed of their destiny. Yeah. See, that's what I think about. And then I'm going to wrap this up real quick. Uh, just a few examples I've got to leave with our viewers. Yes. Because they ahead. can check it out themselves. We were told Africa was a pagan co continent. Yep. Remember, you understand? It's dark, it's backward. To, it's, yep. it's uncivilized. Remember? You've got to believe. You've got to say these things. What do they say? That means they just worshipped wood and stone. Okay. In reality, think I just said, Jethro, priest of Midian. So think about one of the lies again. Yep. Is that um, Africa was a dark continent, 
paganistic. Yes. Only worship wood and stone and the sun. Okay. The fact, the history is this. Talk to me. It, it had a knowledge of God Almighty for thousands <sighs> of years. We're talking thousands of years. Again, Midian, Jethro, check it out. Yeah. Exodus 18 was the priest of Midian. Later, when Moses was in authority over Israel, mm -hmm. who helped him? Jethro. Jethro. Now, they tell us also, I'm speaking, I'm, I've got to skip. They tell us then the Europeans brought the gospel of Jesus to Africa. Yeah. Wrong again. That's absolutely incorrect. Wrong again. Yes, talk to me. Acts, it's all in the book. Mm -hmm. Acts chapter 8. Yes, Ethiopian like, eunuch. Ethiopian eunuch, yep. who was the treasurer of, Can of Candace, queen of the Ethiopians. Yes. Just check the history out. Think yeah, about it. It's now. right there. Yeah. Right there. Which means, by the way, the oldest Bible is the Ethiopian. Oldest complete Bible, Ethiopian Bible. Mm -hmm. Now think about that. Not the Greeks. So now, now Not think, the one that we Now have. think about yeah. this. So Ethiopia received the gospel. Yes. Remember that, that uh, Ethiopian men went back to yes. Ethiopia and shared the gospel. That's before the centurion received the gospel in Acts chapter 10 when Peter went to the centurion's house. Mm. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, it's now, very you, you interesting. It's right there. Yes. So what, I'll wrap it up. You talked to me another time about how do we... Um, you know, reconcile it. What was it? No, that's a so, question. So how do how do we so so repair? Uh, I was about to say, yeah. yeah. So my yeah. So my question is is because you've given a lot of really good and you and I'm happy you've given points of reference so that mm -hmm. black people again who are resistant mm -hmm. to re releasing themselves from these sh these essentially spiritual shackles. Mm -hmm. That's right. What they are. These yeah. spiritual shackles that have been imposed upon them mm -hmm. through generations. You gave them points of reference. For us today in Canada, in the UK, in the US, throughout the world who are listening in, mm -hmm. how is it that black people can begin to repair this damaged self-image, this spirit mm -hmm. that, again, has um, been so thoroughly corrupted by these misinterpret misinterpretations, mm -hmm. this, this abuse of scripture um, in thinking that for one that suffering for that for black people mm -hmm. is inevitable that they um are eternally doomed because they are the cursed race mm -hmm. supposedly mm -hmm. obviously we know that's false how do they re begin to repair whether it's children got, or adults yeah. like how do we you know we've got build? to make sure we've got to take off it's like wearing glasses you yes know, you see things through those lenses. yes <laughs> yes so we've got to free us i'm using your words from seeing and understanding God and ourselves through white Europeans' mentality. Mm. You see, you, you, we got, and see, how, see, the only way yeah. you do that, yeah. we've said, all, I said all the time, might really, I end the program, is you'll know the truth. So when you look at scriptures again, start reading scriptures again, mm -hmm. and you've got to almost put aside what you, that's what I had to do. Yes. Put aside what you think you know. Yes. And what you heard, because a lot of that was through a perverted lens. Yes. From Genesis to Revelation, look at what it says. Yes. How could Jesus have been white? Why would, uh, real quickly, why would God tell Joseph and Mary, take the young child to Egypt? Blind. Mm -hmm. Now let me ask you, how do you hide a white baby, baby. among black 
people. I never took that in. Now think about, just it's think true. about it. It's true. It's how, true. How, how, now, how, you know, why would you do that? Yeah. Wouldn't, he, wouldn't Herod, and Herod had some forces behind yeah. him, wouldn't he have caught them pretty quickly? I was about to say, you'd be able you to pick Jesus out All quite I'm quickly. All I'm saying is, read the scriptures. Mm. Look at what it really says, and I'm telling you, your faith will truly be strengthened in the true God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. I want to wrap it. I got. I'm, yes. I know we're running no, out of time. No, no, no. So Very good. Like, Thank you, brother welcome. Carl. You're you welcome. know what I take away from this, and I know the viewers and the listeners are going to take away a whole bunch mm -hmm. else, is that God is and can be black. Mm -hmm. I.e., you can see God in your image, in mm -hmm. your likeness. Exactly. It's not solely about color, mm -hmm. but it's about understanding that if you can see mm -hmm. yourself in God, that means that you can see yourself as having the power to be who you want to be because God has endowed you with that ability. Mm, that's beautiful. So you can see yourself as being, or, or you see God as being yourself, i.e. a black person, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. That's what I take away from you. For two, that suffering is not inevitable. Mm -hmm. That God gave you the power to change your circumstance. Mm -hmm. That he didn't want you to be in suffering. There's so many sections in the Bible where he lets you know he's against mm -hmm. oppression. That's right? It. And then for three, oh, boy. right? Oh, that man, God, mm -hmm. uh, sorry, not God, um, that Christianity is not a white man's religion. Mm -hmm. Because from what I've heard you say, how could it be a white man's religion when it predates, predates it. Exactly. the existence of white Western civilization? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Brother Carl, it's a pleasure to have you here and as you say on all of our programs it is the truth that sets you free mm -hmm.